Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number three, final hour. That means open lines. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace. And phone lines are open, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, let's go to Tex Bonin up on Lake Conroe. See what's up with him this morning. Good morning, Mr. Tex Bonin. How are you? Uh, good. Good morning, Captain Mickey. I tell well, you, we're we're doing fine. Uh, took a while to to get things going. I had kind of a, I'm gonna call it a relapse or what, Mickey. And uh, boy, it got me down for for almost a week there. And uh, anyhow, and I was just fixing to go fishing then. So I'm the boat's ready, and I'm ready right now too. Well, we're gonna go here. Uh, Next couple of days, anyhow, mm-hmm. and uh, get out well, there and get the feel of it, Mickey. Uh, I hadn't heard from you. I figured, man, he he must have had a little bout or something going yeah. on. Yeah, oh or man, you get old. That check engine light comes on a bunch, don't it? Yeah, <laughs> and something else. Oh man, I tell you what, Mickey, it's been an ordeal. I've, I've lost a year, you might say, and and uh, between between boat and and me being being sick, you know, and. Uh, I'm I'm about to get over it though. I'm, Good. I'm be out there running strong. And, watch uh, this hot weather. It's uh, man. been been this way all along. Uh, just uh, you look at it as a year instead of we used to look at it as a day or a week, you know. Right. And uh, it's one of them things. I understand, uh, buddy. I've been I've been tied behind the eight ball, and I think I'm about to get <laughs> get off of it now though. Right. But uh. Uh, I, I listen to y'all, and when I hear everybody was talking about, you know, the hunting and fishing that's coming up once right. we get this this storm out, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's something. But uh, y'all keep keep uh, hollering for me, I guess, all I can say. <laughs> hey, it's just good to hear your voice, but, uh, man. People it's been, uh, I'd time, hate buddy. to have this, you know, put off on anyone, I tell you. But uh, I'm... I feel like I'm doing pretty good, Mickey. And yeah. uh, we'll get back in the groove of things. Uh, um, I'm a, I'm a, I was going to get on the water in the next few days here, but wife tells me we got a few doctor appointments yet we got to make. Oh. Those will handicap you, man. <laughs> yeah, they will. It's something else, Mickey. But, uh, yeah, uh, y'all keep rooting for me and praying for me. That's all I'd say. We will, I got man. nothing that 
seems to be uh, outrageous or anything, Mickey. It just uh, uh, I had a relapse on where I fell and, I, and it hurt my neck, and that thing uh, is really giving me a problem. So anyhow, but I'm feeling a lot better, and uh, and it has been a lot worse. And uh, I get some reports down in uh, Carl's catching catfish, Billy too, and. Uh, uh, I haven't heard any any uh, uh, reports of, of big bass, you know, and all this time. Mm. But uh, I haven't heard of anybody catching anything great big yet. But uh, about all I get, and I'll, I'll be at Petromina probably tomorrow. We're gonna. Uh, I got one little deal I want to do the boat before I get to running real strong. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, we're. We're poised and ready to go. Of course, I was last time too. <laughs> well, maybe so this time will work it. out better. For we're going to make it. And uh, like I said, uh, it looks like uh, I, I see Ekrams here at the house. And when I do, they're usually over to Deer Lease that way too. And uh, right. they'll, they'll be uh, uh, work, working on them making here just real quick. They're like, I'm on pretty good size already. Yeah. Yeah kind of go from there, you know. But, uh, hey, guys, it's been a, been a roller coaster for me, but I'm going to fight it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done here soon. <laughs> I know you will, buddy. I got faith uh, in you. We. But uh, uh, Guitar Dave called me the other morning right after I think he's been on the radio. He said, uh, he said I'm actually ready to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like very long, and I will get out there. I got but, you. Uh, that's that's about all, Mickey. I had to well, I want to check in on you, check you know, your pulse this morning, the, make sure uh, it's looked to kicking. me like it's down over a foot. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, and, uh, that's not bad. Uh, I don't mind it. If you in this whole study, let the old bass get through spawning and the crappie too. Right. Uh, be a lot better. Uh, anyhow. All right, uh, Tex. Well, I want to check in with you. Long. We get, we start getting a bunch of good fishing reports and uh, get some good uh, good guys out there catching them, and uh, things will look rosy again then. All right, buddy. One of them things. Well, hey, man. So, uh, somebody wants anyhow, to give you a call. It's been a, a long haul on everything, and uh, we, uh, we, we got work to do. Put it that way. I had... This last storm that come through, like here, I had two big old red oaks uh, went to the ground. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Now we're going to have, I'm calling around. It's too wet to get get back there with equipment and everything. But as soon as this get, gets where they don't bog down anything, I'll have some guys in here and plenty of barbecue wood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, well, them things. All right, Tex. So, well, hey, if somebody wants to give you a call, Give him a number, my friend. Uh, okay, Mickey. Uh, I'm, I'm going to survive, and I'm fixing to be back on the water. Put it that way. Good. And uh, my number is, uh, 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 let me think here, man. It's 713-252-4290. That's it. All right, buddy. And uh, I think that's it. And then uh, LakeConroeFishingGuys.com, you can get a hold of me there, too. And uh, I'm still gonna be trying to 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 guide, you know, Mickey. And uh, it's I'll just I may have to watch what I take, you know. And it used to didn't matter. It's 
Oh, they're biting somewhere on the lake, you know. <laughs> I got you, buddy. All right, Tex. Hey, you have a good one, man. Keep kicking like okay. a chicken. All right, brother. Vicky, I'll, I'll check in on y'all another time then, okay? Okay. Thank you, Tex. See you, buddy. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Poor old Tex having a tough year. All right. Let's go to uh, Dave. He's up next. Dave, good morning. You're on the Outdoor Show. Good morning, Captain. Earlier today, you were talking about uh, uh, golden pheasants. Yes, sir. Our house our house in Pasadena backs up to a green belt, and my wife had cut several trails back there. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days in a row, she'd come in and tell me she saw something very colorful through the brush. And Heck, we thought it was a parrot, some, you know, escaped parrot. So right. you know, we put up a game cam, got a picture of it. It was the most beautiful colored bird we'd ever seen and it was on the ground and i put it up because uh, uh on a forum because we didn't know what it was and it turns out it was a golden pheasant i'll be so darned. we put out some dried dog food and some water and it kept coming up for about two to three weeks and it got to where we could stand back there and and watch it and as long as we didn't move it would come up and eat the dog food, drink a little water, I guess. <laughs> it, it kept that up, and it, that was the most colorful. It, it, the, the bird looked fake, to be honest with you. Right. You know, and it just, about three weeks worth, and that was it. show was over, and I don't know whether the coyotes or a hawk or it just moved on, but that was last we saw of it. So oh, it was somebody's pet. Somebody's pet had got loose. It was really spectacular, Mickey. Spectacular. That's uh, you know they're they're fairly rare. I I can't believe one around here. You know I've heard them up you know in the Midwest and all that, but never around here. Well, like I said, it was it was somebody's undoubtedly somebody's pet. It had to be because of that. You know, heck, there's not even actual pheasants around here. I hadn't been for years. Yeah. It's uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna let they you, call it a I'm rainbow bird, a golden pheasant, a rainbow bird. Yeah. Sure, look like it. I'm looking to pick well, one let... right now on, on the internet, and they're, man, they're gorgeous. They are, they are. Well, I'm gonna let you go and let somebody talk about hunting or fishing. All appreciate right, well, the show. Hey, I appreciate the, the call. You bet, Dave. You have a good Sunday, my friend. Trying to. Same to you. All man. right, later, man. Yeah, bye. All right. All right, it's time for a break. Uh, let's go ahead and knock this break out, and we'll come back with uh, Mr. Roy Simmons. He'll be up next. Y'all hang with me. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning at 618 here in the Bayou City. We do have some phone lines available for the remainder of the show. Please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, next up, Mr. Roy Simmons, Richland Chambers. Let's see what's up with him this morning. Royce, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning, Mickey. How are you doing? Oh, just uh, hanging out in the controlled oh. environment. <laughs> winding, winding up another week, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, oh, everything's pretty good. It's just, uh, I'm sure it's not warm down in Houston like it is oh, up in no, north, northeast man, central Texas. It's weather down here, brother. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not all bad. It's, uh, we've got a, a lake that's only about a foot down going into August. So that's, that's positive. Um, fish are still biting, but, uh, I think we're we're right on the cusp of those we call them dog days of summer where it's it started to get tough. The the little topwater white bass action that you experience most every morning, oh, all of June and then into July is starting to wane and uh we even put the catfish punch bait in the boat in the last oh probably six or eight trips just in case and I've had to use it. Um, just white bass and the hybrids just got a little tougher. So we've gone to catch an eater sized catfish way too early in the, in the season. We usually wait till all, right. you know, fall cold spells start coming down and chill things down a little like in October, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. But, uh, the, the positive is that, uh, the, the bigger hybrid bite, the guys and gals that use the live bait, they're still doing pretty good. Right. But uh, for those you know, millions of white bass and and equal numbers of uh, just undersized hybrids that have been stocked the last two years, they've they've gotten scarce. So I don't know. Uh, it's amazing how a handful of guys with all the electronics can still be humbled when when they oh, decide yeah. to disappear. Hey, Richard goes but, through that all the time on Conroe, but the other day he he lit those hybrids up. They went off. I think really? two or three days ago. Oh yeah, he landed on them big time. He smoked them. Well, I tell you what, it's it, I think it's kind of like that. I, I was out fishing uh on some of these same humps that those uh live bait guys they tell me that if they can get the the big gizzard shad they're in mm-hmm. for a treat but if they have to use that thread fin shad they just don't they don't whack those bigger hybrids near as good but i was out there catching the catfish yesterday and noticed the uh, the hybrid guys were just moving everywhere which tells me they were yep. you know not finding them but they, they they're pretty consistent even through the hotter part of the summer the the bigger fish now where the uh, their little cousins, the white bass, go this time of the year for a few weeks, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, they'll, they'll show back up in the fall when it cools down and we we'll have a choice between the, the whites, the, the catfish or whatever. But uh, I won't kid you right now, if you're coming up for schooling sand bass, it's not happening on the RC. So it may turn around in the next week or two, but uh, even I can predict the weather for, for the next few weeks. It's the same. It's just we don't have any rain in our ten day forecast at all and really No, we don't it's, either. It's not looking pretty. That old high pressure dome's over us again, man. And it's gonna be triple digits what next ten days are saying here in H Town. I, I saw uh tomorrow a hundred and six and that's not heat index, that's just temperature. So uh you know, our business usually about this time of the year slows and that's not all bad, you know. School starting football will kick in gear there'll be other activities between now and the fall to kind of slow us down a little bit but uh i tell you what i, I uh yesterday was a good example about 9 30 uh lake slicked off and uh, the bite slowed down and we said let's go in a little early so you know that's okay too you just got to watch it and stay hydrated yeah and people uh but- you know, and a lot of times this time of year, you'll get some folks that uh, aren't acclimated to this heat. They've been in a office or, you know, in the house all summer, and boy, they get right. out there and it's man, you got to keep an eye on them. You got to watch them. Well, I tell you what, on Friday and the, the, I usually call folks about a week ahead of time and just make sure if they got any questions and so forth. And then a reminder, they have a fishing license before you get there if you can and bring plenty of water and uh, isotonics. And the, the Friday threesome didn't have a bottle of water one and uh-huh. I didn't have a, a, a whole bunch of extra. So uh, I said, we're not getting on that boat until we go to the, the little marina store and Yes. And uh, we were there early and we had to wait a few minutes. And they were a little anxious. About 8.30, they were thanking me. You know, they're just not used to it. There's one or two trips a year, and you think of spring, and you don't really need water and Gatorade. But right now, I start drinking it before I ever get out on the water. Sure you do. <laughs> so, you got to. Hydrate before you get in the element. And it, uh, I mean, if you could bottle up the sweat that's rolling off of you, I mean, that's how much water you need to be drinking. You know, you got yeah. you got to replace it. Yeah. It'll get you weak, and you know, everybody will start turning pale and falling out, vapor locking. Hey, that's nasty, man. Well, I had a foursome about two or three weeks ago, and you know, I was encouraging all along. At about ten thirty, eleven, we decided to come in, and three of them headed to the. Uh, the cafe to have a burger while I went around and cleaned the fish. And when I came back, Alex, the fourth one was not in the cafe. I said, where's Alex? They said, well, he's in the car. He's, he's not feeling well. Uh I went over to check on him and Mickey, he literally couldn't put a sentence together real well. Now he had Uh his bottle of water. Uh, but he, he said, I think I got motion sickness. I said, Alex, we just didn't drink enough. Uh, and I I checked on him about eight o'clock, nine o'clock that night. He said, it took me all afternoon to get right. He's, he's lucky, you know, he had his friends to drive home and stuff, but, uh, that's the only one that I've experienced in the last year or two, but it reminded me, uh, I need to be a little more diligent on keeping these folks hydrated. So it's it's a good lesson to be learned, and it didn't cost us anything. But he he was on the verge of really being serious, I think. So you know, sure. it happens. Yeah, slurred but, speech uh, and uh, 
lack of color in your skin and just uh they stop yep. sweating it's uh, yep. not a not a good sight and clothing has a lot to do with that too that you need to wear light you know real thin clothing and yep. uh, you know i've noticed over the years when i stay the coolest on the hot days and when i wear like a real thin t-shirt under like a columbia shirt or something like that it's like you know, I I hadn't you, I hadn't thought about that. I usually well, try to wear the long sleeve long sleeve stuff. It'll soak that t-shirt, and it keeps uh -huh. you cool all day. Your outer layer, huh. you know, your main shirt's dry, but your t-shirt's wet, and yep. uh, boy, it goes a long way to keep you cool, especially on a boat ride. I mean, it feels like air conditioning. Well, I may have to try that. You know, try that, what, you know? what what what's what's the time frame you usually run the trips in the in the brutal part of the summer? Are you are you out and, really extra early and come in earlier? Well, how do you know, you do the normal that? daylight thing, and uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of watch my guys and and let the fish dictate on whether right. they need to wrap it up or not. You know, in, in some moon phases, we'll get that noon to two o'clock bite. And if everybody's oh, really? in good shape yeah. and it's, you know, it's tolerable, you got a little bit of breeze. Hey, if you're catching fish, you're yep. not hot and, uh, then, uh, head to the dock. But some days when, uh, fishing, it's the early bite. And after about yep. 10 o'clock, it's just grind, you know, one here, one there, school bus fishing. Then, uh, we'll wrap it up about, <laughs> yeah. wrap it up about noon or one o'clock, you know, get in and get the fish uh, before it's, you know, gets too darn hot. And I'm I'm in with fish clean by noon about the latest because man, yeah, I I, I, we probably don't we probably don't have the breeze up here that you have down there. And if you have a nice five to ten, you know, in the south is dominant uh, wind it, in the summer. Yeah, it makes it's okay. A big yes, but man, if it slicks off, you know, it can be brutal by nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so hey, hey, those those dead flat calm just mirror water uh, in. Uh, you know, you can cut the air with the humidity with a pair of scissors. I'm going, man, yep. this is nasty. I, I let the customers, you know, kind of dictate a little bit of that if it right. does come early on you. And, uh, you know, sometimes I might be, I might be the one that makes the decision if I got some folks that, have, you know, they, they went from smiling and happy and catching a fish or two to just kind of lackadaisical. It's time to go in. <laughs> so. Right. You know, fish another day when you can enjoy it. It's not supposed to be a, a, a chore to get out there and catch a fish. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're we're headed into a little bit slower month, month or two, really. And then we'll kick right back in gear when the cool spells start. But, you know, you can catch fish. We've got to kind of work for them quite a few days of the week up here right now. But yeah. it's some summer in Texas. You know, Livingston's still hanging on pretty good with its white bass run. I mean, it's not like it was a month ago, but they're still catching them pretty good. So, you know, with you that know I, I, I often wonder about that. I, you know, those fish are somewhere out there, and you know, between the handful of guides that fish on RC, we we kind of just take late late summer for granted that it's going to, you know, be a little tougher. But then I look at um, our buddies that fish Tawakani or or maybe even Cedar Creek just above us, mm -hmm. and they're having what you call Livingston, you know, a decent summer. So right. I don't know, every lake, I guess, fishes a little differently, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, we've, we've gone through years in the past for, from January one through December 31, you're catching the white bass and the hybrids. And we have these years of, you know, more like the last few years where summer gets really tough and then it, it rebounds in the fall. 
So, you know, it's what it is. I'm going to turn this phone over to somebody. I just hadn't talked to you in a week or two. Thought I'd give you a buzz. I appreciate the call, man. Keep us updated on wrestling chambers, man. Best kept secret up 45. No doubt. It, it, it still is. We had a little bit of traffic yesterday after on July 4th holiday, it's gotten really quiet. There's been some weekdays where I bet I hadn't seen three or four boats out there. And then yesterday, I guess it was some folks getting in a last trip before school and all that other stuff kicks in gear. It was kind of not crowded, but you know, more boats than usual. I know. So, I can't believe these kids got to start school here for too long. That's uh, crazy. It's getting earlier and earlier. So uh, yeah, I'm telling you. get them out while they can. It's about gone for another year for the summer, but uh, it's been a good year so far, and we still got a, almost a full lake. So you know, it's okay. All right, buddy. we'll catch we'll catch up with you later, man. And uh, anybody wanting, boat. you bet. Gonefishing.biz on the web and nine zero three. Three eight nine four one one seven and hey, I appreciate the time. Hey, anytime, Royce. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, you have a you good bet. one. Have a good See one, you, man. All right, all right. That's Royce Simmons up on Richland Chambers. Really nice guy. Him and his son are really fun to fish with. They know what they're doing too. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers, located right at the base of the Tech City Dyke at two two seven Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with the oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles and regulators and diffusers. They even refill your bottles there at the store. You need more info, call Jason at 281-701-8107. And while you're there... Check out all their wild-caught guff seafood. I know they've had a special over the weekend running on big 9-12 count wild-caught guff shrimp. $3.99 a pound with the heads on, and I think it's $6 a pound with the heads off. Call them for more info at 409-945-4001 or check them out at boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 636 here in the Bayou City. Final segment, 
of the show, and we've got some room for you if you want to get a call in, got a good fish story or something to share with us. We'd love to hear about it, outdoor-related especially. All right, uh, let's get to our phone lines. Next up is Guitar Dave. Imagine that. Dave, what's up? Hey, hey, Captain. Man, I got to put some WD-40 on that door. Um, no, I was just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm living in the twilight zone or the disaster zone over here, man. But, no, the thing I was going to say was uh, it used to be once a month, then twice a month. Now it's about once a week where people leave stuff because they're coming from all over. I don't know. I don't know. They may be coming from another planet. I don't know. But they're leaving stuff in there, and then they, they dock their glass in and steal or maybe even steal the car. You know, and, and uh, it's sad. It's just very, very sad, you know. But um, I'm just – that was my main message. And the other thing is don't mess with Texas, man, because I, I put one picture on there. Uh, somebody just dumped a whole deal of kids' toys out here in the middle of the parking lot, and so I'm having to clean it up. You know, but, I mean, I, I know it's my job, but that's a lot of extra work, especially in this heat, you know. And, uh, got, any, got any fish in that parking lot? <laughs> I wish. Now, hey, you know what? But uh, I have heard of fish falling out of the sky before, you know, and I think that was just maybe a twister picked them up or something or a water spout uh, and then brought them on shore, you know. But And then, you know, that's a good point, too, you know, uh People don't realize that the storks and all the different birds that fly around, they'll go somewhere and they'll get fish eggs on, on them, and then they'll go to another part of somewhere, and then those eggs will hatch, and then uh, then that's why you get infiltrated with all this different kind of species of fish is what I've learned through the years through different people that's kind of taught me some. Uh, do you, you know that? I mean, is that you think that's true that it gets yeah, on the birds uh, will restock lakes? I mean, you can you can dig a pond and never stock anything in it, and the birds will stock it for you. It may take some oh, take okay. a while for it to really get going, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. You eggs know, on oh, the legs, uh, and then they land in the water. Eggs, in eggs pond. On the yeah. I never. I mean, I never thought of that one. That's good. Yeah, but my grandpa was kind of telling us that. But we'd always stock like spothead minnows, uh, perch, bass. And then uh, the catfish, we just go get some legal catfish, and, and uh, I mean, we catch some legal catfish, bring them over there, and put them in the pond. But I don't think they spawned out. I just think we let them grow up to be bigger. But then, see, then that was kind of a mistake because then they're eating all your other fish up. And if you don't uh, keep the small bass out, and you got a whole bunch of small bass in there, uh, you know, you need to thin them out so that they can grow bigger. In, in that one pond that was dug in 1968, I don't remember how many years later. I mean, I saw my brother Harold catch a, a eight-pound bass out of there. Yeah. And uh, he was Zebco 404, broke his line. He waded out, and we know we knew that lake, uh, that pond, or whatever, like the back of our hand. You know where the drop-offs were. He waded out there and grabbed that monofilament line that was on the top. He pulled that eight-pound bass in by hand. Yeah. And uh, that went into Mama's killed it. But um, anyway, now, Captain Meek, that's about all I got, really. I need to get back out here and get finished up. Man. I, oh, and oh, one more thing. I have been bringing my Australian blue healer over here, man, Boomer. He's going he's gonna to lower the boom on anybody. I kind of attach him to, to my shopping cart that I got my, butt, uh, my garbage can in, and uh, he walks real good, and he helps me pull it, you know. So I got a helper, and he, he's uh, defense, you know, so. 
Yeah. But that's all I got, Cap. All right, man. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'll be safe out here. Uh, all the police officers, I appreciate y'all. And they're coming by. They come by and check on me uh, quite a bit. And the firefighters, they come and get uh, stuff for breakfast in the morning. And, and they always remember to thank, you know, because remember how many times you brought me deer sauces and stuff, and I took it over to Station 58, and they were so proud. They they were about to bust, you know, and I really do appreciate that. You know, that's that's a good charity to help the firefighters and the, and the police officers, man. All right, so, man. That's all I got, cuz. Okay, all thanks right, a lot. Watch your six uh, down there in the hood. Well, I'm all gonna, right, buddy. I'm gonna watch Later. my back. That's the that's your six. All right, uh, let's go to Rick Bice next. Rick, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Good morning, Mickey. Uh, I'm gonna try to squeeze in three things. First thing is one of your callers had mentioned that golden pheasant. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I I see more pheasants more and more each year of really close in to our area but they're not wild these are what i call can hunt getaways i have people say man i got pheasant out here i'm going well no you don't somebody's released those birds on a canned hunt and they got away so you think you're, you're seeing pheasants migrate but they're not those are canned hunts I, I'm not saying that about the that one he had. It might have been a pet or something, but I've never seen a golden one. But it sounds I've heard cool. of them. I've never seen one in the <laughs> wild myself. But you know, I've heard them up, up in the Midwest. I had an uncle shot one yeah. years back. But we we actually get more quail from the same reason they're canned. Or just problem is, if you run across them, they won't fly. So, um, but I I am seeing more. Uh, second thing, um, just an observation real quick. I, I come over most mornings and feed horses for one of my property owners that I've got the property for sale for horses. They're, he's going through some real health issues, so I swing over here, and I have to pin them, feed them, wait till they go out. So I sent me a deer feeder just to have something to sit here for about 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> right. And there's, we have this infestation of, of cottontail rabbits. Well, I experiment with them, what they'll eat. It's pretty amazing what you think they would eat and what they won't eat that you, or you wouldn't think they'd eat, but they will eat. And I can't walk up and catch them. They're not scared of me. But I can get close enough to them, like right now. I mean, how close could I get to Oh, I could hit one with about a two iron. And... It's just amazing what they will and won't eat. But what I was really calling about, a couple of weeks ago, you and I think it was Captain Plog were talking about rough weather and boats and, and, and night fishing and this and that. I had a question for, for you because I know it's bound to have happened. Uh, I'm sure you broke down on the water. Sure. Back in the day, man. And what? That was a common occurrence <laughs> with, the, with those old well, engines we there... used to run. <laughs> Is there any one that's, that stands out in your mind that, that, that had you worried the most? And was it a night trip or a day trip? Man. Man, I had an incident. It wasn't, you know, weather wasn't bearing down on me, but the element I was in made, uh, made me nervous for my customers. We had, uh, 
put in at the refuge. And back then I had a, uh, I was running a 25 Hydrosport with twin 200s on it. And I'd, I'd come out of the back East Bay out of Oyster Bio into Rollover Bay back there. It's real shallow. Even on a high tide, I mean, it's two feet, you know, it'll cover the crab traps up and all that. But, you know, with that big boat with twins on it, I'd just trim them up. It'd run shallow. My keel would rub in the mud before my motors would ever touch. But uh, anyway, we'd, we'd got into some big fish back there at the refuge right at dark, and the tide was just smoking out. And I was, you know, while we were catching all these fish, I was, you know, nervous about, man, I hope I got enough water to make it into Oyster Bio. It's, if not, that's going to be a long, dark run back around to Trendy Bay till I can get somebody to come get me and let me go get my truck. But anyway, long story short, we got all the gear loaded up, my fish in the boat and everything, and dumped off the stringers and the cooler. And so I head around Frozen Point, and I get right out in the middle of uh, – Rollover Bay there heading back to Oyster Bayou, and the closer I get to the bayou, I'm about a mile from it, and I'm seeing all these crab traps sticking out of the water, man. I'm going, oh, boy, this is going to be cutting it close. Once you hit the bayou, it'll just drop off into 12 or 14 foot of water, but I had to get there first, and I got her trimmed up, and I got the ears pinned back on it, and uh, I'm throwing mud, and I'm still going. I'm running probably about 50 miles an hour, and I sucked a crab trap up in my starboard engine, and it shut us down in that mud back there. And I'm like, I'm looking at the mouth of the bow. I'm like 50 yards from it. And I go, oh, man, this isn't pretty. I trimmed that engine up, and that crab trap looked like a snow cone on that prop back there. Luckily, I had a good pair of cutting dikes in my toolbox in there. So... I get my cutting docks, and I get on the ladder back there, and I jump down in the water, and I went all the way up to my neck in that soft mud and uh, finally got booed and got on my knees, and I cut that crab trap out, and uh, it was an abandoned one. If it had a jug on it, I could steer clear of it. But it, uh, And I, the mosquitoes were so bad, we were breathing them, and that's what I was worried about is just, you know, just the element itself. And uh, we were just... We were just solid black and mosquitoes. They were just, I mean, they were tearing us up. And uh, I finally got that crab trap cut out of there and finally got back in the boat. I'm just totally just slush mud all over my body from my chest down. It's just nasty. And uh, I got the engines fired up, and I was able to scoot that boat <laughs> through that mud. And how those water pumps, I didn't burn them out of those two engines. But I finally got in the deep water, and we took off for the dock. But uh, that was the only time I've really been worried by something, you know, going down like that. I've I've been in some really bad weather, but I had adequate, you know, you know, I wasn't broke down or anything. I can only imagine the fear of being seeing a storm bearing down on you, and you're broke down, you're not under power, and and having to man, all you can do is just put your anchor out off the bow and just put your nose into it and ride it out and hope your anchor holds, you know. Well, do I see a, a book in the future called The Life and Times of a Fishing Guide named Mickey Eastman? No, it would probably, the first half of the book would really be good. <laughs> but what I've got <laughs> to say about fishing these days and, and etiquette and the attitude of people, fellow fishermen would not be so positive on the on the back end of that book. <laughs> well, hey, I won't keep you. I know you're running time here. But anyway, I do appreciate that. Appreciate your time and 
and uh, you have a good rest of your day. And go Astros! And uh, yeah, how about that, that game last game? night, man? Bombs man, I away. tell you what, Mickey, I, I think turned we that hit game five homers the... and they hit two. I believe there were seven homers total in the game. That was pretty awesome. I love home run well, games I, like that. I didn't, you know, I didn't turn it on to the bottom of the seventh. And when I turned it on, the the Royal uh, the Rays was pitching, and this guy looked like. They had went and got him from selling cotton candy and put a uniform well, no, that, on him. That was uh, one of their position players, Opinto. And, uh, yeah. He, uh, you know, he had a pretty good slider, though. He'd keep it low, and uh, it had a little bit of velocity on it. But some of those curveballs that were just alley-ooping and dropping in there, Altuve nuked one into the Crawford boxes, and then Jordan comes up. I said, don't even think about throwing this guy a curveball. Well, he did. It went well, they into, t- Astros uh, teed into right center. <laughs> well, the Astros teed off on him, and I could tell that guy was frustrated by the look on his face. He really did not want to be out there. <laughs> no. Well, he's and you know what? Hey, player. that guy might have thought he might have thrown a ball that might have hit thirty-five miles an hour. No, he had he had one uh, <laughs> he had one pitch a two seamer on the outside corner on. Uh, I forget McCormick or somebody. It was seventy-two miles an hour. That was impressive. Well, they was because the rest of them worked. But I'd like to you know, have, I'd I like caught to it have at him the for end. a picture on my little league team. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Mickey, I'll let you go. Thank you so much. Appreciate your show. All right, man. Yeah, they threw everything but the kitchen sink at them. But <laughs> yeah, <they that's>, uh, <laughs> that was funny. All right, Rick. Have a good day. See you, man. All right, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We've got time for another call or two if you want to get in here. I'm about to turn her loose. Got about five minutes left, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. Yeah, that uh, crab trap incident, it just uh, things like that happen. You don't see them in, when you're running that shallow and you're lower units running in the mud as it is and your prop there's an old abandoned crab trap there it's going to suck it up and that's never pretty but it's uh just let you know carry tools with you in the boat because you never know when something like that's going to happen if i hadn't had that pair of cutting dikes i'd still be there wouldn't have any blood left i couldn't believe those mosquitoes but we've got areas on the coast like that i'll tell you another place They'll suck you dries down in that chocolate bio marsh down there when that sun goes down. It's so bad down there, the cows get in the water. I don't know how they keep them breathing. But it's uh, part of the outdoors. I've seen a lot. But uh, I just had a text come in, a guy wanting to know, uh, when I was talking earlier to Lynn about uh, catching those big trout, he said it just... uh, he said, I'm an old-timer like you, Captain Mick. And he said, I remember those days when we would accidentally, he said, well, I would accidentally step into big fish like that. I didn't know how to find them like you guys do. But he said, uh, you uh, got my blood pumping this morning. He said, I actually feel alive. I'm 86 years old. <laughs> Let's go to Manny. We got, a, we got a live one here before we go off the air. Manny, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. Uh, my friend sent me a Facebook text <clears throat> about uh, catching a 11-3 tiger shark 
and uh, uh, 11-6 uh, Hammerhead yes. that was caught off of Matagorda Beach. Exactly. Have you heard anything like that? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Facebook this morning. I was talking to Lynn Smith about it. Is it true? Well, <laughs> I saw the fish. Well, you know that. <laughs> I mean, the fish. The, the truth was the fish, but Matagorda Beach. Uh, well, I got to believe it because that's where they said they caught them. One yeah. last week and one this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've talked to you several times before. I'm from Sugarland. I used to fish a lot, but I hurt my back and everything. I got bad knees and bad shoulders, so I can't yeah. do any much. So I'm just a war out soldier. There you go. Well, hey, you've got a lot of good <laughs> memories, I'm sure. Yes, sir, I do. They cannot take I've that away fishing, from you. Oh, uh, I don't know. Old age, I guess. <laughs> it happens, brother. I'm I'm right behind yeah. you. I'm I'm dragging a leg half time too, but I keep, keep moving. Well, man. don't say that, Mickey. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it, it is what it is. I'm still trying. I'm still going. That's so. all that matters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen, I love hearing from you and all the guides and everything. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, Manny. You have a good yes, Sunday. Sir. Later, buddy. You do. do. You do all the right. same. Thank you, sir. All right. Craig is up next. Craig, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Hey, good morning, Mickey. How you doing, G-Town, buddy? G-Town, Craig. I, I kind of had a feeling that might be you. What's you going wondering on, what, brother? Craig, are you talking about? <laughs> well, I, there's a few Craigs call in, but only one from G-Town. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, getting ready to go to the beach. I'm going to see what that water clarity looks like. Maybe we can get a wade in. We uh, fished the marsh yesterday, and Man, them, those reds are so picky. I mean, I only got one to light off on a lily, and right. it was it was a good keeper. But uh, man, they were they were turning their nose up at uh, topwaters. Huh? Yeah. They really were. There was a bunch of them in there, but uh, they they had something else on their mind. Well, but anyway, it was a good little trip. Backwater. Went over to Boyd's yesterday. Went over to Boyd's yesterday and picked up uh, those. Uh, Nine twelves, awesome. Picked up twenty twenty pounds of that, and so uh, been chewing on them a little bit. Man, that sounds good, doesn't it? I'd like to butterfly me about two dozen of those and pack them in cornmeal real good and deep fry. Oh man, for about a minute, mm-hmm. pop them out and yeah. let them melt in your mouth. That's good stuff. Yeah, you know, they're beautiful. They're beautiful shrimp. They really yeah. are. But uh, man. anyway, man, we uh we went to Florida last week. We had a good time. Uh, went to Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, Florida. did a little nothing, little nothing of nothing. Just snorkeled and bike rided and just enjoyed uh enjoyed the beach over there. It was a good, good change pace. Little chilling vacation. Just yeah, it was a little little kitty in my uh, anniversary, and uh, uh, just a combo of let's just get the heck out of town thing, yeah. you know? I got but, you. Uh, well, speaking of getting out of town, I got to get out of here now, buddy. I'm it's out time of time. for you to. Yeah, yes, it is. 
All right, I man. appreciate you and Manny calling in. That way I didn't have to keep spewing all my nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, Craig. See you, buddy. Have a good one. All Later. right. Take care. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 